Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a bitch. But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! And welcome to our number three of Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You got Joe Galena. You got George Kurtz. Sean Angle producing our show, keeping us flying straight. And uh, we're uh, breaking down, previewing uh, week one, the first Sunday of week one in uh, the NFL. You know, we, we talked about the uh, the first game of the season uh, Thursday night. A uh, lot of penalties in that game, George. A lot of penalties. Yeah, just just a few. There was a lot of yellow laundry on the field. Uh, right. How many times did uh, what's his name say that? <laughs> it was uh, uh, Al Michaels. We don't like to see it. It slows the game down. I didn't like either of the roughing the passer calls. Yeah, I thought they were mm-hmm. both ticky tacky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, how do you stop yourself? Right? What, what's that rule where you have to kind of stop yourself from putting all your weight on a quarterback? Right. I, I, and there are some instances where you've seen guys do that, and it's wrong. You know, they, they do mm-hmm. it on purpose. The one where he got hit, there was no, that was a tackle, boys and girls. I mean, what else do you mm-hmm. want the guy to do? I mean, just put flags on him. Really, just put flags on him. I mean, if you can't hit them, the other one where I think it was Matt Ryan was hit low. He was hitting mm-hmm. it about the thigh, low thigh, but still a thigh. I mean, it wasn't like they took him out at the knee level. I mean, I, it just it's infuriating. It truly is. I know you want to make the game safer and keep these guys safe, but these are both tackles. And that's all mm-hmm. they were, both tackles. Now, even the one play last year where Aaron Rodgers got hurt, that's a football play. You know, and I love Aaron Rodgers. He's one of my favorite players to watch in the NFL, probably him and Gronk, my two favorites. But, and it was unfortunate he got hurt, but that's a football play. It happens. The game is dangerous. That's why they make so much money. The, there's no doubt your quality of life will not be the same after playing mm-hmm. football. It won't be. You know, but that's it's the risk you take. It's not like you, not like you don't know this going in. Uh, but still, uh, so I'm just disappointed about the, those two calls in particular. Uh, you hope it's, it's a week one thing. You know, the officials are still rusty as well. They'll get it out of their system. You know, team, same thing, making a lot of pre-snap penalties, that sort of thing. You'll get better as the season rolls along. But it's not a good sign of things to come. And we haven't even seen the helmet rule come into play yet. <laughs> it's like a, uh, I guess if I had to title that little piece of music, it would just be like three exclamation points. Sean, like I said, he, he enjoys what he does. Good for him. I said, good. I don't know where he comes mm-hmm. up with this stuff so quickly. But uh, mm-hmm. good, good for him. Good for you, Sean. There you go. Thank so you. Uh, let's finish off. We were <laughs> where we were uh, talking Panthers, Cowboys. By the way, I want to remind our listeners that in the next segment, if they'd like uh, to get uh, a lineup question in, or if they just want to know what George's favorite color is, they could call. Uh, the lines will be open. Uh, Blue eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine uh, is the Wait number. Wait to eliminate so we'll the callers, George. I'm just trying to say, you know, saving some wait time. I'm good like that. There was a lot of people that wanted to know what your favorite color were was. So, uh, so yeah, like I said, come on. I got my man room here. My man room was blue. My man room actually, Joe, is uh, Yankee blue. It actually is the the paint I bought is Yankee blue. Yeah, it all Mm -hmm. also has to be close to cowboy blue when the Cowboys wear those jerseys. So it's very similar. I give you the ceiling is cowboy silver. I got a man. Listen, man, if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it right. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> the blue. I don't yeah, know. There you go. One. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This song's probably about what? Maybe 10, 15 years old. But here's yeah, I think it was here comes George. George. Found, uh, the, the love your blue. Here it stuff. comes. Here it comes. 
you gotta listen to the uh, chorus. Here it comes. Ready? Sean doesn't disappoint. He really doesn't. All right. So let's finish off. Yeah. He, he knows classic rock. He knows uh, rap. He's just a man of uh, many talents. So uh, Panthers, Cowboys. So uh, you, you mentioned uh, CMC, Christian McCaffrey. You're always going to start him, but... Uh, Man, I didn't realize the Cowboys uh, gave up 97 catches to running backs last year. So uh, even uh, in, in your DFS lineups, uh, it might be difficult to get him in there. But I think he's an excellent play against uh, George's Cowboys, even though he insists they're not his Cowboys. But uh, just finishing up with the Panthers, what, what do you think we see from uh, Cam Newton this year? It just seems like, you know, uh, every other year it's just he's either – a superstar or he's not you know last year he wasn't supposed to be running the ball as much but he ran it even more uh, than he had in a previous season uh what are we thinking about cam newton coming up this year well you know i think the panthers realize uh two things one he's never going to be a traditional quarterback he's never going to be good throwing the ball or consistent throwing the ball he's just not mm-hmm. you know he's gonna they don't really have the wide receivers for him to be successful anyway you know, so his completion percentage is always going to be subpar. And that, and you think about it, it'd be subpar, and he's throwing a lot of short passes to, uh, to CMC. The way you would think it would help mm-hmm. his completion percentage go up, it really doesn't. So that's one. Two, they, I think they know. They're well aware in the back of their minds, probably even a lot closer than that, that Cam is not going to have a long, long career. Now, he's already got concussion histories, and they, they would, in a perfect world, they would love to take it easy with him, not have him run so much, but there's nothing they can do. They're going to have him run. You know, because that's how he succeeds. You know, by being mm-hmm. that double threat, you know, throwing threat, running threat, and that's how he'll succeed. So they're gonna let just let him loose, you know, and let the chips fall where they may. I think last year they did go into it thinking they wouldn't do that, but hey, Cam doesn't want to listen anyway. He still wants to do what he does. He wants to be Superman, and and they realize that's their best their best chance of winning. And they need Cam. This is not the Carolina Panthers defense of old, where they're gonna shut down people and they can win that way. Uh, the running game. It seems strong with uh, CMC, but he's a, he's a pass-catching threat, an outside runner, not a between-the-tackles runner. So it's, it's just not the same thing here. So uh, am I worried about Cam? Yeah, of course. You're always worried about someone like this because an injury mm-hmm. can happen at any time you know, when he's out there running. But uh, as a fantasy owner, you want him to do what he does. Get out there, run, steal those touchdowns from CMC, from C.J. Anderson, and everybody else. You know, Do those, uh, those quarterback sneaks from the, the one-yard line. You want him to do that, and I expect uh, Carolina to let him do that. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so why don't we move on to our next game? We have the uh, Cardinals at home, uh, a one-point favorite over the team from Washington. This had been a pick'em, uh, and now it's a, uh, a one-point uh, spread. Cardinals, uh, one-point favorite. Forty-three and a half is the over/under, and we have a little revenge situation going on here where Adrian Peterson. I mean, is he going to get his revenge on the Cardinals? Uh, you know. You know what happened with Darius Geis, right? Uh, done for the season, right? You're you're familiar with that, right, George? You want to guess which finger I'm holding up for you right now? <laughs> I didn't mean to upset you, but uh, Adrian Peterson opening up the season as the uh, team from Washington's RB one, and uh, he had spent what six games with the Cardinals last year, blood, sweat, and tears. And what do they do? They just let him go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm going to call this a revenge game. I, I think even AP knows that David Johnson might be a better running back than he is at this point in their careers. Maybe. You know, maybe. Mm. You know, so I, I'm going to give that to him. I, I think he knows. Uh, mm. So, yes, good for uh, AP. Uh, this is a uh, strange game. I mean, when you think about the Cardinals, they really only have two players. Your <laughs> only starting is David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald. I can't see it going anyplace else there. You know, Ricky Seals-Jones, mm-hmm. okay, I like him as a tight end, too, but who's your tight end one that you're starting him over? You know, so I'm, I'm not going that direction. Washington, I'm not starting Josh Doxson because I think he's going to see a lot of Patrick Peterson. I don't know if Peterson mm-hmm. will travel, you know, that they feel that way, but still he's going to see a lot of Patrick Peterson, so that's going to knock down what Doxson can do. Crowder should be fine in the slot. You know, I think Smith will find him there. Jordan Reed, I'll say it again, you know, he's a must-play for me in DFS. When he's healthy, he's only 4000 on DraftKings which means they haven't adjusted mm-hmm. the pricing yet for a tight end of his caliber. If you told me, Joe, that he was going to be healthy for 16 games, he'd be a top three tight end. He'd be right up there with Kelsey, Ertz, and Gronk. He would be. He's that good. Mm-hmm. The problem is he mm-hmm. can't stay healthy. 
that's the issue there. But when he's healthy and he's What if this is the year? Now, <laughs> yeah, maybe. And it's not, I do right. own a share in Dynasty League, mind you. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I think I mm-hmm. traded uh, – I think I traded with Tony Sincata to get him years ago in that league. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, great. If he's healthy, fine. But it's tough to bank on that. You know, uh, but then mm-hmm. when he's healthy, he plays. That's the bottom line here. He plays. You just need to make sure you have a backup running back, a backup tight end to cover mm-hmm. yourself when he's not. Right. That's right. the issue right. there. So, he goes. Uh, Adrian Peterson likely has to start for you. You know, there's not enough starting running backs to go around. So, he's likely going here. I expect Peterson pretty much to be good. And then each, pretty much every game, get worse. As the mm-hmm. season gets longer, he tires and wears down a little bit. That's what I expect. You know, I don't think he's mm-hmm. ever going to be the uh, the uh, Hall of Famer, Adrian Peterson. I think well, you'd be thrilled if you get double-digit points. You know, If he gets you 70 yards, a touchdown, 13 points, you'll take that and run. He's not really a great mm-hmm. pass catcher. That's going to go to Chris Thompson out of the backfield there. And Thompson, is he startable? Probably not. Even he admitted that he's not 100% yet, and that worries me somewhat. He's close as a flex. He is close. I think Alex Smith will use him. But I don't know if I could quite plug him in there. Uh, over the uh, over other options you're going to have, but he's close to being put in there. Hmm. Uh, so uh, the Redskins or the team from Washington, uh, they are one three and one against the spread in the last five meetings uh, on the road with the Cardinals. Uh, Redskins owned five against the spread in their five previous Week One games, and the home team in this series is four and one. Uh, in the last five games uh, played. So Cardinals, uh, one-point favorite over uh, the team from Washington. You think they could uh, win this game? You know, a lot of teams do have problems playing in Arizona. You know, mm-hmm. you're only in the desert, the heat, and it will be hot. So uh, I don't really feel strongly either way. I think Washington is the better team. And if it was at home, mm-hmm. I, I'd have no doubt I'd go with Washington here. But I don't know if I truly trust this either. I like the over. I will take the mm-hmm. over here. I think they'll, I think they'll put some points on the board as needed. Yeah, it's forty-three and a half here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I like that, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I truly trust the uh, the spread either way. Once again, I'll take the skins, but road dog, not so sure. I feel great about that. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, and uh, we see the return of star running back David Johnson. Uh, you know, I mean, look like you're he starting was... him. I know you're starting him, but it looked I'd like start, you, I mean, I'd start him. You would, yeah. I, mean, I would. Uh, I would. Like yeah. He could have he came back last year in December if uh, it would have meant something, right? Yeah, I did. We this. expect him to come back, mm-hmm. but I, I don't mm-hmm. blame the Cardinals for holding him out in last December or David Johnson for that matter. It was pointless. Get him ready for this year. So right. I think all in all, they, they all did the right thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you? Th- Thinking about the uh, quarterbacking situation season long over here, you have uh, Sam Bradford opening up as the starting uh, quarterback. How long do you think before uh, Josh Rosen uh, ends up in play? No, I just, uh, in that dynasty league I play in, I just traded Sam Bradford. I just traded him a couple mm-hmm. of days ago. Uh, that's in a, uh, an IDP league, and I traded him for a top defensive end that I guarantee you most, probably 95% of people I've never heard of, but he's a very good defensive end for uh, Jacksonville. So I uh, got him, and I'm very happy to do it because, listen, Bradford went healthy. is a really good quarterback. But yeah, very accurate. Healthy this right? Year, right? He's very mm-hmm. accurate. He's a good, good quarterback. Mm-hmm. But even if he stays mm-hmm. healthy this year, it's just a matter of time until Rosen takes over. And what I mean mm-hmm. by that is, once again, you don't draft this guy. You don't trade up to draft him and get us to not start him. You want him to start. You'll start him whenever you feel he's ready. So even if Bradford stays healthy, it's like I said, week eight. As soon as Arizona's out of playoff contention, that's when you're going to see Rosen come in and play the rest of the mm-hmm. season. So I think he gets at least eight games. You know, they they could be two and six, three and five, whatever it is. You move on. Uh, Bradford's only making fifteen million. You know, there's always a chance. I think they'll be looking at this too. That if a, number, a, a good team, a playoff contending team, suffers an injury at quarterback, maybe they'll try and trade Bradford, you know, by the deadline. You know, I, that would be shock me either. I, that, I'm saying that's just more uh, throwing mud against the wall, see if it uh, happens. But that could be interesting as well. Uh, I think uh, I think Rosen would be starting now if they didn't have a Bradford. But uh, the fact mm-hmm. that they don't means they can wait on Rosen and get some more seasoning, which is probably the right thing to do. You know, once again, mm-hmm. uh, there's not a lot to like on this offense other than Fitzgerald and David Johnson. And for for poor Rosen, they won't. I I think Fitzgerald does retire after this year. I assume he does, so he won't even have him next year. Good luck. Hmm. So back to David Johnson. I, I know his injury last year wasn't you know related to uh, his legs or his foot, but the fact that you know he was out all last year and he, does that concern you at all? In terms, are you more apt to uh, try to 
you know, draft or pick up his handcuff, uh, who I guess is Chase Edmonds? I'm not a big handcuff guy, Joe. So, uh, mm-hmm. no. You know, as far as shit, because Edmonds only has value if Johnson goes out. And Edmonds is a good running back. Mm-hmm. Once again, I got him in that dynasty league, too. Uh, he's a very good running back. He's a good running back in his own right, but he he's not going to take away all that many touches from David Johnson unless there's an injury mm-hmm. there. So that's my – I don't like wasting – unless if you listen, if you play in a league with eight Ross, uh, bench spots, then I'm fine. But most of us mm-hmm. play with four or five, and I don't like using that on a pure bench player. Now, yes, in any league where if you had Le'Veon Bell, it would have been nice if you had Connor as the, the handcuff. would have worked out real well for you. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, but I would have said the same thing there. I wouldn't have done it. You know, Aix, back then when we were drafting, I didn't believe Bell would hold out this long. I really thought he'd be back in by week one. So it ended up being, mm-hmm. I, I was wrong. <laughs> hey, it happens. Uh, so, no, I, I, I'm not a big believer in handcuffs. Not for a guy who's just not going to give me any value. If I, had Devont, if I had Devonta Freeman, I wouldn't mind Tevin Coleman because Coleman has value in his own right. You know, I'd be able to use him. So that's one situation where I wouldn't have minded here. You know, Kenyon Drake with Frank Gore, sure, Gore has some value. Giovanni Bernard, mm-hmm. all the pass catchers, I have no issue with. Giovanni Bernard, Chris Thompson, Duke Johnson, uh, you know, Tariq Cohen, who I think is going to be great. No problem with those guys. Yeah, because once again, mm-hmm. they have value on their own. I just don't like having handcuffs, Joe, that are on most weeks are going to get me zero, one, or two points. Right, right. All right. So, like I said, uh, we're going to open up the phone lines. If you have a question, we just want to talk to George, 844-843-6879. If you just want to sit back and be entertained, we'll entertain you. Still got the uh, Packers, Bears, Lions, Jets, Rams, Raiders, teams, uh, games to preview. We'll be back with more Weekend Fantasy Update. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Yo, yeah, yeah. this is now. why Clef Refuge uh, can rise well. And we're back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Weekend Fantasy Update. You got the lyrics. Who is this, Sean? This is the Fugees. Fugees. I've heard this before. I just didn't know who it was. Killing me softly. There you go. Better than killing you hardly, but whatever. I just want to remind you that you already know the advantage that you get using the DailyRotor.com optimizer and player in playing daily fantasy sports. But now you can use those same back-tested tools to give you an edge in sports betting. If you were a Daily Roto wagering subscriber on Thursday night, you would have uh, made your subscription fee back before the main NFL season schedule even started as the Daily Roto wagering optimizer posted a five-star recommendation to play under 44.5 total points on Atlanta versus Philadelphia. Go to roto.com slash betting, where you can use the wagering tools and projections from the computer masterminds that have won millions in daily fantasy sports. You'll get money line picks, picks against the spread, game totals, and the use of a player props tool that can now be turned loose to forecast spectacular game performances that you can now capitalize on without having to worry about salary caps. You'll also find picks from Gabe Morency, Cam Stewart, Mark Lawrence, Ted Sobranski, and more. Go to dailyroto.com slash betting. That's dailyroto.com slash betting. If you are serious about winning money this NFL season, you can't afford not to check this out. And I uh, just want to remind everyone that we've opened up the phone lines for this segment. We'll continue previewing games. Our phone number here is 844-843-6879. Uh, so for this segment, if you want to call in and get any lineup questions answered or 
just talk to George, just, you know, shoot the breeze with him. But uh, I believe, was it Austin uh, from Boston? What was it? What was the first caller's name there, uh, Sean? Boston from Arizona. <laughs> okay. Uh, bring him on. Austin, how's it going? Hey. Hey, how's it going, guys? Doing well. Hey, Thanks um... for uh, calling in. Hey, yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry. I'm actually, uh, <laughs> I'm a mailman. You got me doing uh, a little dog attack here. Just let me get out of the way of these dogs. Give me one second. Oh, sorry, wow. Guys. Okay. All hey, right. I had That's a, funny. I, a, I, I, I thought that was a cliche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I had a general question for my lineup. I got a terrible problem. It's an awful, awful problem. I'm absolutely stacked at running back in a 12-team PPR. It's a half-point PPR. And, uh, uh, let's see. My my running backs are David Johnson, Kenyon Drake, um, Alex Collins, Jamal Williams, and I actually took a flyer on James Conner uh, with my last pick in in our draft last Sunday. So my question is, I'm pretty confident I'm going to start David Johnson, Kenyon Drake, Alex Collins. By the way, it's a double flex league, so there's no kickers. Um, Mm-hmm. But uh, I was going nice. to start Kenyon Drake, David Johnson, Alex Collins because Collins has a great matchup, and then uh, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to go Connor in the other flex. Or sh- do you guys think I should go Jamal Williams because I'm looking at at rankings across the board and it's kind of it's kind of like uncertain, you know what 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 Connor is going to be ranked this week? I should say. Right. Right. George, what do you think? I mean, we've got the weather situation uh, in that Pittsburgh-Cleveland game and might make it a little bit more difficult to uh, pass the ball. Even if Le'Veon Bell uh, comes in before the 4 o'clock deadline, uh, he's not going to be playing. So Connor will uh, be the starting running back there. Uh, of his choices, I think uh, I think I would agree with him with uh, Connor. I mean, look at, I mean, Alex Collins is going to have a big game against the Bills. And uh, his other two uh, running backs, uh, who who are they, uh, Austin? Uh, David Johnson, uh, David you're Johnson obviously going to start. Kenny yeah, yeah. yeah. You got, you're, sta- you're stacked at running back. What do you think, George? I know. It's a, it's a terrible problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a problem we, we all wish he had. He's got David Johnson, Drake, Collins, <laughs> Williams, and Connor. Uh, I haven't ranked Johnson, Drake, Collins, Connor, Williams. So I would start Connor over Williams as well. And that mm-hmm. double flex, assuming you don't have a wide receiver who's better. Uh, now, both uh, Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport are both reporting that Le'Veon Bell did not report today. Uh, Steelers have already mm-hmm. left. Okay. They left for Cleveland, so they know he's not showing up. So you're not worried about Le'Veon Bell whatsoever, even though even, even if he showed up today, you weren't worried he wasn't about him play. anyway. Right, he wasn't going to play. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to try and make a statement tomorrow, especially with the weather. Let Connor play. Show, uh, show uh, Bell, hey, we can win with or without you. I think they want to try, try mm-hmm. and do that tomorrow. Uh, you have a great I mean, great running back core here, so you're not really all that worried about it anyway. He's fourth on your list here, but still, I would take him over Jamal Williams. Better matchup. Any okay, weaknesses I have on one more team? question for you guys. Go ahead. Um, Go ahead, sure. Oh, weak, weaknesses. I'll just give you my lineup real quick. It's Stafford, Johnson, Drake, T.Y. Hilton, Hogan, Jordan Reed, Collins, uh, Connor right now, and then I, I took the Panthers' D. Just I'm probably going to stream week to week on defense. But uh, on the bench, I got... Jamal Williams, Marquise Goodwin, Corey Davis, Matt Breida, uh, Chris Godwin, Mike Williams, and Gillisley. I just picked up Gillisley just to see what he does this week. Mm-hmm. What size um, league is anybody my, else at the I draft? Think, <laughs> he said it's a 12-team league. I'm like, yeah. did anybody else show up wow. to the draft? <laughs> I know. Team. They, man, I, <laughs> I got Stafford in the 11th round. I, I was like, if you're just going to give me Stafford, I'll take Stafford. But my, my other mm. question is, is, uh, is uh, do you think, uh, you know, if Connor puts up a, a couple good weeks here, we'll say like over 15 points or so, I have another guy in the league that's interested in a trade. He's got um, Mark Ingram. Should I, should I think about trading Connor for Ingram? Because I know Bell's going to come back at some point. Yeah, the latest Bell is going to come back is week 10. That would be the latest because he'll, that's when the latest he can come back. And yeah. if they, even if they exempt him for two weeks, he'll still get his accrued season and be a free agent next year. So he's definitely coming back. Now, I, I own Connor in two leagues. One league I have Bell. The other league I don't. Uh, the first thing I tried to do in the league I don't is trade him. And unfortunately, the person who has Bell in that league, it's a home league, is my brother. 
And my brother pretty much said, <laughs> F you. He's, he doesn't deal with me. So uh, <laughs> it, that, that didn't happen. But in your situation, I'm contacting the bell owner. All right? That, that bell owner is probably okay. holding out hope that he would show up today. He didn't. Mm-hmm. I think he can do better. I think that's what the bottom line is. I think he can okay. do better than Ingram. Ingram is really worthless until week seven. That's a long time. You're only getting, getting a couple of weeks at him before Bell comes back anyway. So I think you're try, see if the Bell owner panics now. And maybe the, not even today. See if uh, Connor has a big day tomorrow. That means his value only increases. You know, so I think you maybe uh, you might want to play, the, play a game here with the Bell owner. See if you can get more out of him. But at the very least, even, even if the Bell owner doesn't bite, maybe somebody else will. It's what I'm hoping for in my home league, that maybe somebody else will. There'll be injuries tomorrow. At running back, and maybe you can deal him. You have the depth to do so, where you don't even need a running back in return. You'd go, uh, you know, for an upgrade okay. at another position. So I think you're in a good spot here. I'd wait. So do you think? Okay, right. I'm looking at the other. I'm looking at the bill. The Bell owners lineup. He's kind of thin at running back, but he's got Mike Evans and Adam Thielen and Allen Robinson or Robert Woods and his other two flexes. Should, should I target one of those receivers? You think if uh, Connor produces? Absolutely. I mean, I think yeah. he'd take anyone. I don't know if I'd go as far down as Woods, but even he, I mean, mm-hmm. maybe Bell doesn't hold out to week 10. Maybe it's week three, week four. You don't know. It's, it's a gambling. It's a complete mm-hmm. guessing, and you're playing roulette here. Nobody knows when Bell's yeah. going to return. I don't think Bell knows when he's going to return. You know, things could change almost <laughs> on a, a daily or weekly basis, depending on how Connor does, depending on how Bell feels. How much money is he willing to lose? It's 855 k for each game. You know, I mean, mm. he may have a budget. Okay, I'll lose $3 million. I'm, I'll, I'll lose four weeks. I'm showing up week five. Maybe he's just trying to make a point this week, and he's there next week. Nobody knows. So that's why uh, we're all playing a big guessing game here. And if you can get one of those wide receivers, I think you've done very well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right good on. I appreciate there. your help, guys. All oh, right. You. Have a good day. And watch, uh, watch out all for right, those dogs, man. <laughs> I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Take care. Uh, Sean, you said we have another caller, right? Call still on hold? Thomas from Nashville. Visited Nashville a couple of summers ago. Really awesome town. Uh, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I got a flex issue because I've got Robert Woods, but I've been hearing some uh, things about Duke Johnson as well. So he's a, Johnson's on my bench right now. So I wanted to know, should I go with Robert Woods or take a chance on Duke Johnson? You know, Is this uh, obviously a PPR league or some kind of a PPR yeah, league? PPR, what's, what's PPR, yeah, PPR. PPR. All right. Okay. Go ahead, George. Sorry. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of Duke Johnson. I am. Uh, he's the one running back in Cleveland I sort of trust because I know what his role is going to be. That being said, in some, some situations, I might go with safe play here, and I think Duke is safer. But I've been saying all show long, I think that Monday night game, the late Monday night game, is a complete blowout. I think uh, the Rams pretty much do whatever they want to do. I'll go at Woods here. Uh, maybe he gets into the end zone. But it's, I just think the opportunities will be there. I think they're going to run up the score here. It'll be 38-17, something silly like that. I like the Rams a whole lot. I'll go Woods. It's not that I don't like the Duke Johnson, Thomas. I do. but uh, And I have him on okay. a couple of uh, teams. But I think Woods gives okay. you a higher upside here. I'll take that. Okay. okay. Well, I can run with yeah, that. I gonna... appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got it. Uh, good luck to you. Uh, Woods is going to be the guy uh, that's going to get th- uh, the uh, most targets uh, this week among those uh, Rams wide receivers. So I think you got a, a good uh, chance of him having a big game for you. So good luck to you. All right, buddy? Thanks, man. Thanks. You have a good one. All right. All right. All right, George. So uh, good job I, I on your part. Th- oh, we got another call. I got a Twitter question, too. So we're, we, we're doing well. Here. All right. Hey, there you go. Okay. Uh, who do we have uh, on the phone? We have Holly from Jersey. Holly from Jersey. How's it going, Holly? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on. Love the show. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for calling. Um, My question is really quick. Um, So, next question. Um, I actually dropped uh, Rashard Matthews and was able to pick up um, – James Conner. Um, so mm. should I play Miller or James Conner in my flex for tomorrow? All right. I'll assume that's Lamar Miller on uh, on Houston. Oh, I mean, uh, I think a lot of uh, I think a lot of points are coming tomorrow in that Houston uh, New England game. I'm going to go with Lamar Miller. I think he has a better chance of getting into the end zone. I might have felt differently if this. Uh, 
was going to be a quagmire in Cleveland tomorrow because I do like James Conner. I think Pittsburgh's uh, going to use Conner a lot tomorrow. I think they want to send a message to Le'Veon Bell that, once again, we can win this with or without you, so they'll want to use Conner here. But I'm going to have Miller ranked above him. I think Miller has a better chance to score. Okay, cool. Also, if if I could, could I just uh, run down um, my complete lineup and just get a rating from you guys? Sure. <laughs> All right, so um, my um, complete lineup is going to be uh, my quarterback is uh, Drew Brees. My backup quarterback is uh, Jared Goff. I have uh, Lamar Miller. I have Leonard Fournette. I have uh, Aaron Jones. Uh, just picked up James Conner. I also have uh, Alfred Morris. I have a uh, wide receiver, Devontae Adams, uh, Stefan Diggs, Amani Cooper. Hmm. Uh, my tight end wow. is uh, Trey Burton. And I have uh, DJ Moore. And my uh, we have a kicker, um, Jake Elliott. And my defense is uh, Chargers. And this is a 10-team a um, full PPR league. Oh, thank, thank God oh, this I'm was 10 sorry. teams. If you were going to tell me this was 12 teams, <laughs> I'd have been really uh, – this, 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 this is a damn good Look team. Look at those oh. wide – yeah. I have, too. I have a Jai too. I have a Jai too. Oh, oh my God, Jai too. <laughs> uh, those, first of all, you did those well. three wide receivers she mentioned, right? Awesome, those three wide receivers. Uh, I mean, uh, you, did, you did well here, Holly. You have a really good team. You okay. have uh, cool. backups all over the place. Uh, I mean, it's a ten-team league, so a lot of Solid. teams are going to look no like they're all-star teams. But you have no holes mm-hmm. here. Yeah, I mean, you you yeah. did very well here. I'd give you an A. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. All right. Good luck to you. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. We got one more caller. Sure. All right, Sean. Uh, who do we have? We have Vinny from Boston. Vinny from Boston. How's it going, hey. Vinny? What's up, guys? How are you? Doing great. Thanks for uh, calling. How can we help you? Oh man, I got a I got a tough question here. That uh, trade question. So, my buddy has Royce Freeman. And I got Alan Collins, and I'm kind of trying to see if you would budge for Royce Freeman. What do you guys think? Do you think that's a good trade if he accepts or what? So it's Freeman, Freeman for, for Collins. Collins. Yeah. It's pretty even. It really comes down to personal choice, which guy you'd rather have. Uh, both teams have uh, solid offenses. I would probably give Denver the better passing offense, which should help Freeman. Uh, both teams have good okay. defenses here. It's really pretty even here. So, and he might say no because he might like Freeman better, but you're not insulting him. You know, when you're trading, when you're trading a position for a position, it really comes down to personal preference here. So, me personally, I'd rather have Freeman. You think they're going to be kind of pretty much fair in the end of the year, those two? Because I'm afraid of those backfields, you know, Buck Allen and um, Dixon taking, you know, some of his, his shares. You know what I mean? That's what I'm afraid of. Mm-hmm. I, I think you're right. I, I do think you're right, Vinny. That, that, there was one issue I put there. It is the fact that Baltimore does have some other backs who can do different things. But I, I do have Freeman ranked ahead of them. But it's barely. They're both in the same tier. I like both players. But if I had to choose between one of them, Sure, Freeman's the guy I want. And listen, maybe your, your buddy is a little uh, wary of having a rookie running back. So you might be able mm-hmm. to play this up here and see if you can get him. To me, it's a pretty even deal. So I don't, think you, I don't think you can go wrong here. You can try. If he says no, I don't think you have to fret about it and go, oh, my God, I didn't get the player. I think you're fine with Collins as well. Right. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. All right. I appreciate it. That's all, all I need right. today. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Good luck to you. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks. All right. Uh, Georgia, some good calls. Um, and uh, you said you had something, a uh, Twitter question as well in the last couple I do, of from Charles, Charles A. Campos, uh, CC Campos 22 on Twitter. PPR League, head-to-head. Uh, he wants to know, Coop or Corey Davis? He gives me a little note after that he has Mar- – it's a super flex league also. So he has Mariota in the flex. Uh, Andrew Lux is starting quarterback. He's starting Hilton. So I think he's also a little worried here about, you know, he's Hilton and Luck. And if he goes with Corey mm-hmm. Davis, he'd have Corey Davis and Mariota. So he has the hookups here. Mm-hmm. So that's what he wants to know here. Uh, the question he asked was, should he start both Davis and Cup and sit Mariota? That's a no. All right, I'm not going to let you answer that. You always start the right, quarterback right, in the right, Superflex. Right, They'll right. just give you more points. So under those situations, uh, Joe, Davis or Cooper Cup, who are you starting? Hmm. That's a tough one, but you and I both agree that the Rams are uh, going to have uh, their way with the Raiders. But the question is, and, and 
Cup was such a great red zone target last year, too. Uh, I guess I'd have to go. I'd have to go Cup. I agree. That's what, what was your answer? You. I would yeah. go Cup over. I yeah. would go Cup over Davis. Yeah. So I'm typing it as we speak. I would go Cup over Davis as well. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. Great calls. Thank you. Uh, when we come back, we'll uh, preview the last three games that we didn't get to: Packers, Bears, Lions, Jets, Rams, Raiders. Weekend fantasy update. Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive Edge Fantasy Package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive Edge Fantasy Package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package promo code FNTSY. Welcome back to the final segment of Weekend Fantasy Update. This is a fun song. My daughter loves this song. I'm a Cindy Lauper guy. Yeah? Back in the day with the weird hair, different tricolor hair. We've spoken about this. 80s music, is. this is like prototypical 80s kind of music, like fun kind of music, you know? I mean... Uh, yeah, just uh, brings back some good memories, right? It does. She had, she had a couple yeah. of good tunes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She Bop, yeah. wasn't that her? Yes, yeah. Probably all from the same album, too, right? Uh, time After Time. Time After Time, uh, right. but Hole in My Heart, that goes that all the way to China. I don't know if that's the name, but uh, that goes all the way to China. It was mm-hmm. a good tune. It's just another good song, too, that I can't remember on the top of my head. But I like the, I did like Cindy Lauper. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yes, she is still with us. So, uh, great job, uh, by Sean Engel producing our show. Uh, kudos to you, Sean. You're the man. So, uh, we have three more games, uh, to get through in the next, uh, what, 18 minutes or so. So we'll just, you know, go over them with you. Uh, we have the, uh, long rivalry. Packers are home. Uh, against the Bears. They're a seven-point favorite. Uh, this spread had opened up at eight. Over-under is 47.5. And, and with the Packers home, I, I wish this game would have been scheduled for December, right? You just love seeing these, you know, these two uh, rivals. You want to see right, snow. The years. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> but uh, so, so what are we thinking a uh, game narrative uh, for, for this one? I mean, uh, uh, is Khalil Mack actually going to play? Is, uh, I believe. Uh, will he? I mean, uh, is, what's, what are you hearing about that? Oh, I believe he plays. My uh, thinking is that he's probably only going to be in, in pass, uh, obvious passing situations. You know, it's a harass mm-hmm. Rodgers there. I don't think he knows the defense well enough to play be an everyday player yet, every down player. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he'll right. play every down. But he'll he'll be in there in uh, pass rush situations. If you're in IDP leagues, uh, you know, he's there for sacks anyway. Not like he's going to pick mm-hmm. you up many tackles there. Uh, it would depend on who else you have here, but I might just sit him. It's not like Aaron Rodgers gets sacked in a whole lot, although that offensive line, once again, average at best. That Chicago defense was good before him. I mean, they're, yeah. when he's up to par. And they were pretty much a no-name defense, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they did the Raquan Smith, too, in the first round. Maybe he may be the top linebacker mm-hmm. in this draft. I mean, it's scary. Scary what this defense could be here. So uh, they're absolutely a fantasy play. Uh, for the season. I mean, this week, if you wanted to avoid him, I'd probably, I'd understand it. But, uh, you know, I love Aaron Rodgers. I said it earlier, I'll say it again, love him. But, you know, I'm not so sure about this offense. You know, the running game mm-hmm. doesn't scare me. Maybe when Aaron Jones comes back in week three, uh, it takes off. Jamal Williams, I think, is a pedestrian back. Ty Montgomery's going to catch the ball out of the backfield more than anything else. Uh, still a little surprised mm-hmm. they didn't move him back to receiver. So I'm not so sure this offense is going to be big time here. You know, because if Toronto won't, if Geronimo Allison really can't take the pressure off uh, Devontae Adams, then Devontae Adams is going to see a lot of double coverage. You know, Jimmy Graham, I think it's more of a red zone threat than he is a 20 to 20, between the 20s. Uh, he's lost a step, step, and hip. Not the, nowhere near the same player he used to be with the New Orleans Saints. So that's a concern for me. Uh, I think, it's, once again, uh, I mean, when I say this, take understand where I'm coming from here. It's similar to what uh, 
what Seattle is, where they too much is relied upon for Aaron Rodgers. Now, when I say that, I mean as far as that's concerned. New, uh, Green Bay has better skill players, much better. You know, Devontae, Devontae Adams, Jimmy Graham, even Allison, I would take probably over anybody on Seattle. But I, a lot of it's going to be on Rodgers buying time there for these guys to get open, and that's going to concern me somewhat here. Uh, out of those six teams, I like to say that are definite playoff teams in the uh, NFC, and that's Green Bay, Minnesota, New Orleans, Atlanta, the Rams, and Philadelphia. Green Bay might be the biggest, the one I'm worried about the most not making it, that maybe a Chicago or one of these teams from the NFC East can get in over them. Or maybe not. You know, maybe not. Uh, but I, said, uh, I think Chicago is a, uh, a much better team here. I think we've seen that. Uh, what's the way they've built here? I love to see what Chicago's done. You know, the Trubisky, second year, can he make that next step? And I think that's key. It's always key. It's a quarter, quarterback league. Can he take that next step? We, we hear them say they're going to use Tariq Cohen as a weapon. Well, what does that exactly mean? But Tariq Cohen is somebody I'm, I'm starting in my flex. I think they're going to line him up all over the place, in the backfield, in the slot. Even at wide receiver sometimes, they want to move him around to see if he can be a mismatch. You know, Allen Robertson gives him a true threat at wide receiver. They also got M. Miller. They drafted Miller gives him a secondary Wide receiver. Trey Burton, I love Trey Burton, the tight end. I think he's going to be, uh, uh, once again, a threat. I think by the season's end, it wouldn't surprise me if he's a top five, top five tight end. I think he is that good here. So he's another player I like. I just like everything about Chicago. Love the defense, already said that. So now my only worry is, once again, will Trubisky take that next step? You know, for those wondering, I've mentioned a couple of times that I don't mind uh, taking, let's say, Dalton, Flacco, uh, Goff, if you get really lucky, over Ben Roethlisberger tomorrow, over uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Trubisky is a little tougher for me because, once again, it's a Sunday night game opening week. I could see him having some problems here, but still, I'm leaning towards going with him as well. I just like the matchup more. And apparently Mr. Kalina doesn't feel the same, but that's okay. That's all right. Uh, so listen, we, uh, that's all for Chicago Green Bay. As for if you, the betting line here, it's always tough to bet against Green Bay in Green Bay. I mean, uh, it is. But they're minus seven. Man, I, I don't think they're seven points better than Chicago. I don't. I think they might win the game, but I think Chicago covers here. I'll take that. Over-under is 47 as well. Um, I mean, even in a bad game, you've got to assume Green Bay scores in the 20s. Right? 23, 24. So that's half the point total right there. I think Chicago scores as well. Uh, so I'm willing to go. I'm going to bet the over here as well. So I'm going, I'm going Chicago and the over. Mainly because if Chicago wins, I think the only way they win is if <laughs> uh, they score points. If they're going to outscore Green Bay somewhat. I think Chicago's defense is very good. But if uh, game one, maybe uh, Aaron Rodgers still does some damage. And I'm sure he'll have some plays now that his uh, first game is back. So that takes care, of, takes care of that game. We'll go to the Monday night game. Right, Monday night game. Uh, there's two Monday night games this week. And the first one is Jets at Detroit. Uh, rookie Sam Donald making his first start on a Monday night in a dome against the Lions. Not exactly a uh, – I mean, Detroit is always an underrated team. You know, he's always – they're always an underrated team for whatever reason. Uh, and, and this is actually a good solid team. Now, they're favored by seven. The overrun is 45. Uh I mean, Stafford, he doesn't get any fantasy leagues uh, anyway. I think we heard one of our callers mention that. He got him in the 11th round. He was surprised. I'm not because he's, uh, he's not sexy. And the upside, he's not going to throw 40 touchdowns, but he's not going to throw 22 either. He's going to be around that 30 range, and he does the same thing every season. So we're okay there. We don't need to panic about Stafford. I like him. You got Marvin Jones. You got Golden Tate. Uh, Kenny Galladay, I think, is going to make his mark this season. He's a, a wide receiver I wish I had in more leagues, but I don't. Uh, but I think, once again, it's a nice trio. So I think they'll be fine there. The running game scares me with Detroit. It does. Because I think it could be a three-headed monster, and they're all going to do different things. I think on Johnson is going to be the guy between the 20s. Like Eric Blunt is going to be your goal line guy. Theo Riddick is going to catch the ball out of the backfield. You know, so that's a problem. You know, which guy do you go with each week? You know, if you're in a standard league, well, then you throw Theo Riddick out. Johnson could be the, is the best, in my mind, is the best running back of the trio. But if he's not scoring touchdowns, that's going to be a problem. I really, really wish LeGarrette Blunt wasn't there. I would love Johnson. I would love Johnson as much as I love Royce Freeman in Denver if Blunt wasn't there. 
but he is, and there's nothing you can do about it. So he's nothing more than a flex play for me. I think that's just the way it is. Blunt, uh, I'm not starting. Theoretic, once again, it could be a flex and a PPR if you, uh, you don't have better options here. But uh, like I said, with Giovanni Bernard, Chris Thompson, and even Duke Johnson, probably guys I don't want to start yet. You know, uh, let's see what you're, you're starting. Assuming you have two true starters, let's see what they could do before we go down to our, uh, our PPR guys there. As for the Jets, like I said, I, I don't like this at all. Uh, I think it was, uh, I forget who, I don't think it was Joe, actually. I think it might have been Dan Stratford this morning. And it's pretty much saying that Bilal Powell, everyone's forgotten about this man. And he's right. We all have. Uh, it's, he, doesn't get, he barely gets drafted. You know, and this is, once again, another good PPR receiver who can do more. He's not just a pure PPR guy, and that's what we like about him. Yes, Isaiah Crowell is going to start over him, and yes, I would start Crowell uh, over uh, Powell as well, but Powell shouldn't be someone to, uh, that's forgotten about. Now, the problem is rookie quarterback. I expect Detroit to take away the run game until Donald proves he can beat them in the pass. You know, and listen, Donald has some solid options. Robbie Anderson, Quincy Anuma. Maybe Terrell Pryor rebounds this year. Want nothing to do with him in fantasy, mind you, but maybe he rebounds this year. But until Anderson's are uh, suspended, if and when for what uh, his offseason activities, you know, Anderson and Nunez is a solid wide receiver core. So he should, he'll have some, be able to do some damage on the outside. Uh, Darius Slay will be on one of them, which is going to hurt because Darius Slay is a good cornerback here. I'm not starting Donald under any situation, not in a two-quarterback league either. And he shouldn't be somebody, uh, if he's your backup, that's fine. You know, I don't mind having Sam Donald as a backup. But uh, I'm not starting under any situation. I'm not starting with Garoppolo or anybody. I'm not getting silly. I think he has his own problems in this game. So I'm not touching uh, Garoppolo. Uh, not touching Don- Donald there. And uh, Anderson and Nunez, even them. Because of I don't trust Donald, I'm not going to trust the Jets or receivers either. I don't mind having him on my bench to see what happens later on down the season. I think Anderson uh, has some talent and Nunez will uh, help you as well. But I'm waiting here. Right? So I'm waiting. If I had the bet here. Uh, I mean, I, I think I have to go Detroit, minus the seven. I don't trust rookie quarterbacks on a Monday night, week one. I think it'll be a problem here, and I'll take the under as well here. So, Joe, I got Detroit, mm-hmm. minus seven, and I'll take the under 45 here. And for Chicago Green Bay, Joe, I took the pa- uh, the Bears, I'm sorry, the Bears plus seven. And since I took the Bears plus seven, if, they, if I think they're going to win the game, I think they got to score some points here. So I took the over 47 as well. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of with you with the Bears in terms of of the spread. I, I, you know, uh, some people are talking about the uh, emotional boost that the Bears team are going to get just from you know the the trade uh, of Khalil Mack. You know, I mean, how much do you think that that makes a difference? Do you think that you know ju- it just emboldens them a bit? I mean, uh, I mean, what do you think that does to the team? Just shows you, hey, that we're here to win it all, right? We're going to do what we have to do to make this team better. I agree. Uh, we said it before with a couple of these teams. You think of Pittsburgh. We're worried about their locker room because they're mad about Le'Veon Bell not there. Oakland, how they're all you know, disenfranchised because Khalil Mack got traded. And they're like, what? Mm-hmm. What? You know, WTF? What the hell happened here? Right, you know, right. I think the opposite is true for Chicago. Wow. Mm-hmm. They gave up what to get, get Khalil Mack to help us out? You know, I, I, think, I think that has to be a point. You got one of the best defensive players in the game, a guy mm-hmm. that you know is a nightmare for opposing quarterbacks on a defense that was already good. I think listen, if you're in a locker room, you always feel good when your GM adds to the team. You know, what do we say in baseball? Certain, some teams, they at the trade deadline, you don't add anybody; they deflate a little bit. That right, is, right. Uh, you know, and even if you're not adding much, you always add something to say, "Yeah, I'm helping you out here." You want to make the team feel like they added something, even if it's, even if it doesn't mean much. Mac means a lot, mm-hmm. right? You know, so I think yes, I think there is something to that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that uh, this Bears team is going to be a fun team to watch. Uh, I think that the Packers are going to win this game, but I think the uh, the Bears will cover the spread. Do you think the Packers are going to win? <sighs> yeah, I'll give them a win at home. At I home, think it's like a 28-24 yeah. game. Uh, mm-hmm. I, think, like I, said, I think it's a high-scoring game, but I just think the Bears cover. I don't mm-hmm. think it's a game where you know, you're know going to see Green Bay blow them out. Oh, it's mm-hmm. 31-10. No, I don't see that. I think uh, Green Bay will score some points. It's what they do, especially at mm-hmm. home. Uh, Aaron Rodgers coming back to blah, 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 blah. But I think mm-hmm. the uh, Bears are good enough to score. I don't think the Packers' defense is very good. You yeah. know, they've had some injuries as well here. I think it's a game where, listen, 31-24, somewhere around there, wouldn't shock mm-hmm. me in the least. Yeah, I think the uh, Bears are going to surprise some people. Like I said, they're going to be a fun team to watch this season. And uh, so you said you also took the the Lions. You had seven because I, I showed six and a half. Uh, but uh, what you were saying about Sam Donald, I agree with you. You know, tough to, to go with a rookie quarterback uh, on a national stage on a Monday night game. 
and uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a, an interesting game, though. But uh, you you went with the Lions, right? Yeah, uh, I think I have to there. Lions, mm-hmm. Tigers, and Bears. Uh, who are the Tigers mm-hmm. playing today in baseball? Oh my. Uh, yeah, so I went with the uh, the Lions there. You said it. It's Monday mm-hmm. night, game mm-hmm. one. It's in a dome, Detroit. And I, I said it when I went over my uh, the preview here. Detroit gets no love. And even mm-hmm. I gave them no love. I, I, I'm keeping naming Chicago as the team that might catch Green Bay for that playoff spot. Could be Detroit, too. This is a mm-hmm. really, really good division. Mm-hmm. I mean, Minnesota, I think, is a Super Bowl contender. Packers with Aaron Rodgers are always a threat. Detroit's a good team at Matthew Stafford. And Chicago is... Might be the best up-and-coming team in this whole conference. This mm-hmm. conference is really the conference from hell. There just aren't that many bad teams in the NFC. When you think about it, who's the worst team in the NFC? Arizona? And even they're not terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to say Seattle? They're not terrible. Tampa Bay? All right, they have some issues with it. They have players. You know, so it's, uh, this conference is, uh, is really a nightmare. There, there are no Dolphins or Bills here or Raiders. I mean, really bad, bad teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's teams that are going to have bad records because of divisions they play in and the schedule they play. Yeah, wouldn't shock me if the uh, Lions won uh, ten games. You know, even eleven. I mean, look, uh, receiving wise, Tate, Marvin Jones, even Kenny Galladay, right in his second year, and uh, you know that the. For fantasy wise, figuring out that backfield is going to be tough, but they have a lot of talent there too. With Kerryon Johnson, uh, Theo Riddick, and uh, Legarrette Blunt as uh, you know, red zone. You know, ball carrier. But uh, in the last uh, couple of minutes that we have, uh, why don't we talk about the Rams Raiders? Rams, uh, we kind of did touch on this a little bit. I didn't think we'd have time, but yeah, we got through it. Kudos to us. We got through uh, every single game. Good, good job there, George. And took calls and everything. And everything. Uh, but so the Rams, uh, four point favorite over uh, the Raiders. Uh, this game had been a one. Uh, one point uh, point spread, but went up and 49 points. What do you, just in the less than two minutes that we have, just game narrative? I mean, uh, do you think that uh, it goes back and forth, lots of scoring, or do you think it's a one sided affair? I'll give you two words ass kicking. That's what I expect <laughs> right. this game to be. Just a complete right. ass kicking. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the Rams destroyed it. I think the Raiders, uh, I think they're disenfranchised. They're trading Mac. Even with mm-hmm. Mac, they weren't a very good defense. Without him, they're, they're garbage. I mean, they're really, they're hot garbage there. So good luck. I think the Rams have their way. The only th- reason I'm worried about the Rams this season, or the only reason to worry about the Rams this season, would be if all these free agents don't mesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they don't mesh. They did add Peters. They had Sue. Maybe they caused disruptions. I don't think so. But if I'm looking to play devil's advocate, that's my only worry here. We know mm-hmm. they can move the ball on offense. You got Todd Gurley. Uh, I'm not really a big fan of Brandon Cooks, but you had Cooks, Woods, Cup. I mean, the pieces are there. All the mm-hmm. pieces are there. And they tried to get Khalil Mack, by the way. I mean, yes. they were in yeah, on that, him that, too, that came out this week. Out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. They made going a serious offer. Mm hmm. Yeah, so uh, I think the Rams are one of my favorites uh, as far as uh, putting units on the game. I'm going to put a few mm-hmm. units on this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take the Rams. <laughs> Absolutely, minus the, the four and a half. Uh, obviously, I wish I would have got them lower. I don't think I'm going to be able to touch the uh, over-under, though, because it wouldn't shock That's a little me. high because the Raiders might not score right. too much, right? Like 31-10. <laughs> 31-10, something like that wouldn't shock me. The Raiders can't move the ball at all here. So that's my biggest worry about. All my Rams start here. Raiders, you have no choice. You're going to start... Uh, Amari Cooper. I'm not starting the car. As for Marshawn Lynch, I think he's the back you want, but if they can't, if they're behind, how much damage is he going to do in the second half? You need him to score a touchdown, and that's not far from a guarantee. I think he has a sore groin, so keep that in mind. All right, we'll catch you tomorrow on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening. Great show to everyone. Take care, George. Take care, Sean.